Hi there, and welcome to the I'll Try That podcast. It's a very special week because we're actually recording in person. Oh, hello! I can I can reach out and touch you. Yeah. <laughs> You've got to say hi, otherwise people won't. No, they won't yeah, know. But well, we are we are sat here smiling at each other across the table. Yeah, That's yeah, quite it's, nice. It's really awkward, actually. Yeah. <laughs> Which so we can do over the top staring, yeah. <laughs> eye contact. I, yeah, eye contact's too much. Well, which is, well, I was, was going to say, which is quite nice. We've, we've all come down to Cheltenham for the weekend. I've uh, come up actually. Thank oh, you. So, in fact, so have I. Above the stage where he is, so yeah. no one's come down. Yeah. <laughs> Not even out there yet. Yeah. So, <laughs> we're in Cheltenham. We're off to the rugby tomorrow, which will be nice. But we thought while we're here, we should possibly record mm. a few episodes. So. This week we have, we are drinking from a brewery called Yonder, which is based down in the Mendip Hills in Somerset. No, so it's over there. Over there. It's over yonder. Over yonder. Um, and we are trying three three different ales that I picked up from our favourite service station, Gloucestershire Services. Gloucestershire. Gloucestershire. But we will dig in a little bit more to those later. But I'm going to hand you over to Mr. Joseph Druitt. So we always love hearing from our like um, you know, brewing partners, and because we, we we've actually heard recently from Stuart Brewing, they've reached out to us, and of course we have Nathan, head brewer of the Project Seven pilot. I will get that correct. So someday, I'm sorry, Nathan, if I've got the, <laughs> the specifics of that, but the the, the crafty Project Seven brews that um, Nathan runs, and we absolutely fell in love with the white affogato. I, yes. Hands down, my wife won't stop going on about it. I, I had to buy more white affogato beers for her. Anyway, they um, they said that, the, that what we were talking about on the podcast struck a call with them. Basically, we said that we had not experienced Stuart Brewing's beers outside of Scotland, you know, I think, or and any of the Project 7s in particular hadn't made their way into, like, our local like circulation. So they've had a new member of the team that's come on. Uh, his name is Matt. Uh, not speaking of you, our very own Matt. A new Matt. And not me. Not you. I could probably say a better Matt because he works for a brewery. Probably, yes. So I mean, the bar was set pretty low. <laughs> <laughs> so Stuart Brewing, the best Matt, has his, his job at Stuart Brewing <laughs> is to pump the Project 7 beers around and get them introduced into new pubs around England. So they've reached out and basically said their last ever keg of Project 7's White Affogato is on its way to London and it's going to be at the Cask Pub and Kitchen in Publico. Publico. Publico? Publico. Publico. A pub in Pimlico. Pub in Pimlico. I see what you did there. There you go. So, and they've asked if we can make a shout out about it because by the time this goes live, which will be the after the 27th of November, the keg will have been, will be in the pub, which is the Cask Pub and Kitchen in Pimlico. So, if you are one of our listeners in the London area and you are flying by the Pimlico area or want to make a special trip to it, go to the Cars Pub and Kitchen and go and try for yourself the car, the very last keg of Project 7's White Affogato. Scores after indeed. Uh, yeah, well, we can't stress enough how much we love the White Affogato. I don't think it was more that it just took us by surprise yeah. than anything. And we, it's the one we keep talking about at the moment. And Possibly a strong contender of beer of the year, I'm not going to lie. But you're right. And you know what is even more exciting by that? They were saying how their cask beers, like around the brewery, because that's where their reach is right now, are like, they're known for their cask beers. So the fact that they, you can go and get actually get this white affogato, which we've already said is how amazing that beer was in a can form, but you can go get it in a keg from a keg, you know, the cask version, that would be amazing, wouldn't it? Yeah, I can imagine it's going to taste fantastic. You know, it tastes fantastic out of a can, so I can imagine it's going to taste fantastic out of a can. 
I enjoyed the only criticism, it's not a criticism. I, I was so enamored with their Oktoberfest mares and fest beer. Mm-hmm. I just always didn't want to take away. But the thing is, the white Africato is what's left. So it's going to be there. It's in limited supply. Yeah. And as I said, sought after indeed. It gets like, you know, really positively reviewed from us and then everyone else we've spoken to about it, right? So what are you waiting for? Get on a train, get to London. <laughs> get on a train, that's easy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just go just go anywhere. Just go anywhere. Just get on the, the The people with the real advantage here are the ones in London already. Yes. Say. Yeah, because it's going to go fast. A uh, cake doesn't go too far, does it? So. How many points are in a cake? 82. Ah, so only 82 of you can enjoy Not a chance, is that right? No, it's like, I think it's like just over seven. 70, nearly 80. Just over seven. Just over seven. It's, it's um, 62 pints yeah, in a cake. Yeah, that's what I said. In a quarter ke- barrel cake size. T2. That's the bit I said. I didn't do the bit as a beginning. I got the T2 right. <laughs> Is it really only really 62? Well, okay, it's... Um... Maybe we used to just be bloody mean in a pub. <laughs> so, okay, so a, that's a quarter keg. A half of, I don't know what this is all talking about. Half A half uh, keg, which is 124 pints in it. So that's a quarter, which would make it 62 pints. Yes, okay, so fine. Oh, well, I, yeah, I, I admit defeat. So it depends how big the keg is, I suppose, if they've gone for a half or they've gone for a quarter size, depending on how many pints you're going to get. I'd imagine they'd have sent their half size down to get 124 pints out of it. Yeah, you would. Well, either way, I wouldn't take any jousers. Yeah. Get there fast. Yeah, get there fast and drink 124 of it so no one else can try it. <laughs> that's the spirit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're really not buying into the sort of like beer and brewing community. No. Are you? Like, Go and drink it all. Yeah. And bums the lot of them. Yeah. <laughs> Should we get on yonder? Uh, yeah. We, we've got to, because I've just had a little bit of a taste of the second one, and, okay, that's something else. Okay. Okay. So what, talk us drabs. What, what, who are we talking about, and what so, have we got? So we're talking about Yonder, which is a brewery um, in Somerset, as I said, up in the, under the Mendip Hills. Uh, Yonder is a modern farmhouse brewery, Ooh. is the way they describe themselves. Founded in 2018 by Jasper Tupman. Tup- Tupman? That is the name. Tupman? 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 Tupman. 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 Yeah. Jasper Tupman. He sounds, I'm not going to lie, he sounds like he should be brewing gin. Yeah, 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 with a monocle. With a monocle, I fear he might wear a top hat and tweed. With a lot of tweed, oh, definitely from a, tweed. A, farm from a farm brewery. Yeah, um, and so if you are listening, Jasper, uh, tally ho. Yeah, <laughs> also Jasper, what a great uh, name that is uh, as well. Yeah. And Stuart Winstone. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Sorry, it's Jasper. No, it's no Jasper Tupman. No Jasper Tupman. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, sorry, sorry Stuart. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but two brewing professionals with 10 to twenty years of craft brewing experience. Yonder were, was created by shared passion for flavour, fermentation, and fun. Ooh. Fun? Fun. Well, fun, I think, is going to be the operative word with what we've had so far. Yeah. Because it's fair play. So should we, do, what, what, should we say what we've got in front of us? Yeah, so I've picked up three of the beers. There was, there was a lot more, but I couldn't, I couldn't really afford the other nine that were there. So <laughs> was, thing, was, was this one there, by any chance? No, the twist that, of that one. one was there, yeah. <laughs> So I think you've, you're right. They've dialed up fun to the max yeah. on these. That, that can I endure, I, I commend people to have a look at that. That looks a little bit wrong. It's the um, yonder strawberry lime and pineapple something, and it basically looks like a, a twister. 
Yeah. Well, it's a twist on ice cream. Sorry, because also I'm I'm listening to you and I'm engaging with you with, with this. I want you to finish. So we started off with having the pink lemonade. Oh yeah. Just you're about to have some of the key lime pie. Yeah. Uh, that is that is blooming interesting. Okay. So sorry. So so the pink lemonade, pink lemonade. was incredibly sour. Well, um, I didn't get too... I mean, it's a sour. Yeah. It definitely is a sour. <laughs> I'm not denying that. More I just, sour than a lager, I'd say. But, yes, yeah. right. But we had some sours at like from the Colonel at the Craft oh, Beer yeah, Festival yeah, that yeah. were super sours, and I think that's quite a palatable sour. I was quite interested by the pink lemonade, because I do quite like a, like a fizzy sherbet-y you know, kind of pink... I was going to say, because about the pink lemonade, because I don't normally lean towards a, lean into a sour, shall we say. I'm sure someone else did a pink lemonade or something similar. Well, it makes sense. However, I seem to finish off my little taster of pink lemonade first, and I've just had a sip of this key lime pie, which you guys have just poured yourself. That, I mean, it's not it's not my normal bag, and not normally what I look for out of a beer, but that's something else. Okay. So it's the Yonder's key lime pie, lime vanilla marshmallow, and biscuit pastry sour. Now that is a name and a half, isn't it? Ooh. Yeah. Right. Like you have to sit. You have to sit up. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Whoa. Oh, that's got a lovely aftertaste. That, is got, that just fantastic. keeps drawing, doesn't it? That is a fantastic. Do you know what I love so much? Sorry, I, I, am, no, I will no. stop talking over you, but I can't right now because that there's the biscuit that comes out of that. I love that. I've never had a beer that tastes has a biscuity te- flavour to it. Sorry, guys. No, that was, that was exactly what I was going to say. I, t- I thought the marshmallowy kick as well, mm. no, especially because you have the initial sour hit mm. and then it kind of mellows out very quickly afterwards. Oh, that's very tasty. Yeah, I, I, it's weird. It's, the sours I, I, I don't like pre-subscribe to. No, no yeah, I don't. I, I normally, I'm like, no, I'd like a beer. <laughs> but it's, it's, it's yeah. me being a little bit set in my ways, sort of thing. You've got to say, I don't this is how actually I normally say I like uh, watching movies. Show me, show me a film. This is not, nothing like I've ever seen before. Fair play, I'm quite interested in a beer that's nothing like I've ever tasted before. Yeah. That, I think, actually goes into that category. Yeah. That's, I I think the bit, I I'm, I know what you mean. Early on, I get your biscuity, I was it smells like you walked into a patisserie. Yeah. Yes. And then, and then marshmallow. Yeah. Like a kind of creamy, like, yeah, a sweet, creamy, creamy sweet. Yeah. Yeah. I genuinely thought I was I the, of all the ones I was going to do. I thought this was the one I was not going to yeah. enjoy whatsoever. But it's taking me by surprise. I actually, when you pulled them out, I did pull a face. Actually, didn't I? I was mm. quite like, oh no, what? But actually, that is very surprising in a positive way. Yeah, like really surprising. Mm. I would drink that. I would drink. I would go out and buy that again. I wouldn't drink pints and pints yeah. of it. Do not get me wrong. Five point five percent. Yeah, it's got a little kick. What was the the lemonade? I think was the weakest one at four um, percent. So I'll talk a little bit about yonder while we finish this one, and then we can get onto the final final yeah. beer. So they talk a lot about mixed fermentation, mm. and for their and for them that means that like <laughs> <laughs> so they have like these different kind of like ways of talking about it: house cultures, funky farmhouse flavors, and increasingly that they're realizing that not everyone is, is familiar with those terms. So they've gone like broken down what they mean by it so basically what they mean is that they are that they want to step back a little bit from from where brewing has gone to which is this over monitored computerized like way they've actually got i mean it literally is a farmhouse with cast kegs and stuff <laughs> and so what they're basically saying is to try and keep trip it all the way back get it also more natural of the brewing process and um you know less like more about like kind of letting like the yeast and the bacteria which naturally comes in like 
yeah. the brewing process, like, do its job, basically. So, so it's being made in a brewery rather than, like, a science lab or something like Yeah, that. you're right. Or even, like, I mean, would you even say brewery? It's like a farmhouse with a brewery yeah, inside yeah, it, you know? Yeah. Like, but, like, you're right. It's, like, something that's just very them, very authentic them, I think, which is I found quite interesting. I Yeah, that's something else. I can't get over the marshmallow hit still. Or it's on the, the key light bite. Yeah, sorry, yeah. I just keep getting back to the marshmallow with it. I'm thinking that's great. I think this thing would sell incredibly well in the States because the Americans love a key lime pie. Yeah. It is like the, one of the number one desserts. I say it doesn't come out much in, on, on this side. In the UK, no. I don't think I've ever had a key lime oh, pie. Oh, they're delicious. They are they're really good. Yeah. good. I quite like a lime. I mean, I like lemony stuff. I know you were telling me you don't like lemony stuff, Travis, but... Oh. Lime stuff is also very up there for me. I think the worst part is, is I really like lemony and stuff, but I'm mildly allergic to it. And by the end of this, my tongue will be red raw. Um, oh, wow. But, um, well, I look forward to that. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> the trouble is, I really enjoy it. Um, What's the last one we have? India Pale Ale. Ooh. Salad Days. Wow. Which is an interesting name. What is that? Well, is, it, is, is it going to taste anything like the cucumber beer we've had? Uh, I'm hoping not. <laughs> what is salad days all about so salad days boasts about, I'm going to read it I'm going to read it to you actually a plentiful blend of American and southern hemisphere hops to balance citrus and stone fruit aromas alongside a clean and refreshing bitterness all of which is deeply infused in a soft and malty based beer so noses in noses first Oh, this, this Ooh, that's a fruity little number, isn't it? It builds the anticipation. Yeah. Wow, that is a not even a fruity number. That's a hoppy number. Well, I was about to say, like, are we going to be a bit put out of kilter by those last two? Well, I, I don't know. I mean, it's nice to have the sours first. I think yeah. and get into something else, you know, because you've got we've gone through very sweet, two very sweet drinks almost. Mm, yeah, and this is clearly not going to be if it's an IPA. I'm yes. You know, Luxurious and stone fruits, it's yeah. not. You know, you know what the worst part is? I've tried that, and it is really, really tasty, and I'm really enjoying it. But I'm kind of a little bit disappointed. Well, no. no not, not in the way that it is a really tasty bit, but we've just... You want had, more key lime pie, I want more key lime pie. <laughs> I've basically, I've had that key lime pie, and I've gone, damn, that was good. <laughs> and I kind of know what Yonder can do now. Yeah, yeah. They've got this mad thing where I had three very distinct flavours coming through. Mm. Pot, uh, we, 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 I think we did these in the wrong order. I think we got lemonade yeah. right. We went starter, pudding, main course. Yes. I think we should have gone, this should have been in the middle, you know. That could be a great marketing strategy for them, though. They could give you a three-course meal in beer. Yeah. Which you unwittingly picked off a shelf. <laughs> yeah, that was... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Impressive yeah, it was. It was mainly because I, I was attracted to the colours. I was once again sucked in by the marketing. Well, one hundred percent, as no one else quite. Is. <laughs> it's just you. So, if you like that one, then I think you quite like some of these other beers that, that Yonder do. You've got a Raspberry Ghost, which we like on a Ghost, well, that, so that, that would be tasty. That, wouldn't it? That's award winning. It is. It's a bestseller. Yeah. There is a Roly Poly, a Jam Roly Poly. Yeah, it's a Jam Roly Poly, and there's a. Blueberry Bakewell pastry sour that could be quite interesting because you know these guys with that bit that reminds me that biscuitiness of the uh, yeah, key lime yeah, pie yeah. that could come through. Feels like that bit straight Black Forest Gatto beer. Oh, okay. They've got a black grapes. They've got the key lime pies up there. Cherry cheesecake. Oh. There's pink lemonade. Free. Finding out a bit of a niche here, I think. Yeah. I mean, fun. I think if you just look at their mega mega bundle, like the pack designs of all yeah. the cans. Yeah. I mean, is it a bit like energy drink, children, you know? For the sweet tooth. Appealing. Is, is it going down Tiny Rebel? Yeah. Shouting, we're beer. 
Yeah. We're beer, but you wouldn't think it to taste us in yeah. the way I would view it. Because it's not like they say yonder brewery, they just say yonder, don't they? So it's yeah. like, yeah. And yeah, I think if they were to get much, much bigger, they probably would get into a bit of trouble. But I think right now, in a, you know, where they're at, and they seem to be growing. I mean, all for it. I think this is some really tasty and interesting. This is the first time this key lime pint I've never had a flavour like that before. It feels like they had a plan and they uses it very well. Yeah. Obviously, I think we've, we've tried a lot of beers that have that tried to be something, and it's just kind of gone nowhere with it. Yeah. Not the thing is, oh, well, Joe, you, you've had a key lime pie. Does that taste like a key lime pie? More, like, I mean, in beer form, obviously, yeah, it's, it's going to take form, a bit. Yeah. Of a, <laughs> you know, it's not like you just smushed a cake inside, yeah. <laughs> inside a can. But yeah, no, it's it's definitely got it's very reminiscent of a key lime pie, and that's what you flavour. And that's hence why again, key lime pies are really really popular in the states because they do taste absolutely delicious. So. um yeah, I think I can't make my mind up on the IPA. Yeah, um, it's fine. It's growing on me. It's it's nice. I think now I've got the sours out of my mouth. I've yeah. got I've got more of more time. Well, it is a little bit different to other IPAs I've had. Uh, always up for a bit of different, despite I'm not a bit of a hypocrite really because I can say no, I just want beer. Um, whereas this, yeah, yeah, it's it, it's it's piqued my interest, but I don't know how much. I don't know how much I'm desperate for the next one. Yeah. No, that's it. I definitely would like to try some more of their dessert beers. Like, the sounds of it, like, there's a... I would... I am now interested to have a key lime pie with that beer at the same time. Oh, mm-hmm. Would what, that be too much, though? Maybe you need to, like, think, might, what goes with a key lime pie and then have that yeah. um, that to pair with it? I think I think what I quite like is that they did some mystery beers where people had to guess the flavours, which, which was quite oh, cool. And they came out as jammy dodger and bubblegum. Oh, bubblegum beer. You, didn't you have like some sort of bubblegum beer? Yeah, yeah, it was awful. Yeah, you weren't happy about that one. No, I was really upset. <laughs> Not that I get upset often on this podcast for, for that. <laughs> never throw your toys up. No, yeah. I never disagree. So, finishing up on Brew Yonder then. So, you can find them on Instagram as Brew Yonder. And they have 10k followers. I haven't gone and looked them up on X it's or like, Twitter. It's like Blue Yonder. Uh, Am I only just getting it? Or uh, over yonder. Into the deep blue yonder. Is, is their official name Brew Yonder? They're called um, Yonder Brewing and Blending. Okay. But their Instagram handle is Brew, Brew Yonder. Yonder. Yeah. Which makes sense. I like that. Yeah. It used to be an internet service provider, but I'm sure the words blue, the phrase Blue Yonder was like from a book or something. Over the home. Oh, was it that into the deep blue yonder? I mean, it makes you think about discovery, doesn't it? An adventure. Yeah. Yeah. And if that's what they're going for with these amazing tasting beers. Quite a potent metaphor. What was, what was the story when the kid went to the monster island? What? <laughs> oh, um, where the, where the wild where things are. Where the wild are. Is it from that one or is it the Puss in Boots? Uh, owl that went to sea. Yeah, the Owl that went to sea, not Puss in Boots. Yeah. No, yeah. It's, that hasn't got anything to do with Yonder. I'm familiar with all of these words. <laughs> not in that order. I wouldn't have had any... Yeah, my wife knows off by heart and has been saying it pretty much every night to our daughter, which is lovely. But I've never like heard of it before, heard of it like any more than like the first line of yeah. that. Yeah, okay. Ryan or sorry, Terry McClary from Donaldson's Dairy. Yeah. Oh, that's a good yeah. one. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm sorry. So we did Twitter. Oh, we haven't done Twitter. Oh, do we, do we, do we, do we, I'm I'm kind of a bit out of Twitter slash X at the moment. I can uh, I can I can go do just a few. Keep, saying, keep going in Twitter. Don't <laughs> don't give in to Elon. I will, I will do it. Actually, I deleted it off my um off my phone. So That's I can't tell you. Yeah, take that, Elon. And I haven't downloaded Threads after I first installed it, and then it it uninstalled itself. What's, yeah, what's Threads? It's Instagram's Twitter. Oh, 
It's basically, do you want to be owned by give your data to Mark Zuckerberg or Elon Musk? Oh, I mean, staring at Greyhound, so. <laughs> Facebook, so uh, Mark Zuckerberg. <laughs> Mark Zuckerberg, yeah. They're not having my data until they're taking out for dinner. <laughs> Good luck. But, okay, wrap, final words on Yonder? Um, thoroughly enjoyed it. Really enjoyed their, their more dessert, sweeter, lemonade ones. Um, salad days, their IPA. I'm few and far between. I probably won't buy it again, but I would definitely want to try some of their other dessert-based beers. Fair play, I really enjoyed a type of beer that I can't stand. Thanks to Yonder. Right. Like, I had to be too brutal with it. Sour is not my cup of tea, but that key lime pie has put a smile on my face. <laughs> and a pip in your step. Boy, howdy. <laughs> and that's all we have time for in this week's episode of the I'll Try That podcast. And so from me, Joe, Rich, Barber, and Simo, goodbye. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram, Twitter, I'll Try That Podcast.com, and watch us on YouTube. Goodbye now. <laughs>